Hi, everybody. I'm Richard Roberts, and welcome to the Expect a Miracle podcast. I'm joined by my dear wife, Lindsay. Hi, everybody. This is a part of her podcast as well, which is titled Entirely Unconventional. I've got to ask you, Lindsay, seeing as how this is going to be on both of our podcasts, Uh how did you come up with the word entirely unconventional in the first place? Now, I know that's not the subject today, but I've got to ask. I didn't. Have you ever explained it? It was chosen for me by my children because (laughs) they said, Mom is so unconventional, you ought to call it entirely unconventional. Well, that's certainly the truth. So we had a guy that helps us, Nick, that helps us with podcasts, and and out of the abundance of their decision... (laughs) I said, okie dokie, and we called it that. You should have heard some of the other names we were thinking about. Entirely unconventional is probably the best of all of those choices. Well, we're glad you joined us today, and I'm setting my faith with you right now in the authority of Jesus' name that something that Lindsay and I do on this podcast today will be a great, great blessing in your life. Now, Lindsay has in her heart to talk particularly today about the difference between joy and happiness. Now, Lindsay, uh, you you said you wanted to ask me some questions, and I don't know if I have the answers, but I'll sure try. If you don't, I'll nudge you, and I'll I'll tell you another question or something. No. Um, So when people say things like, the joy of the Lord is my strength, and they sarcastically use it because, like, I don't have any joy in my life. How can you say that? How can you expect me to be joy? When joyful when there's not one good thing in my life. And there is a difference, and I want to read the actual, like the definition dictionary-wise of happiness. Happiness is a feeling or showing pleasure or contentment, and that is over something or someone, and it is usually temporary or circumstantial, a temporary or circumstantial emotion. Now, think about this. Your spirit man is supposed to govern your uh, every everything. Really, it is like the leader of the train. It is the it's the engine that pulls the train. Then you have the next realm of the of the part that God created us. We're triune, threefold being created with the spirit, where we worship God in spirit and in truth, and that's the leader. And then the soul, your mind, your will, and your emotions. And that is the part of you that can receive the information from the spirit of the living God, process things, even in the natural or in God's world, in your mind, your will, or your emotions. And then, in a sense, your flesh carries it out. For example. Your body. Yeah. If I am hurt and upset, and I think about it long enough, the next thing you know, my body is going to be crying. So there's lots of ways that we process things that we hear, feel, see emotionally. But we're to be led, the Bible says, by the Spirit. We worship God in spirit and in truth. Jesus is Father God. We're talking about a spiritual atmosphere, which is different than the flesh. So I want you to tell me, how can you differentiate and still operate in the spirit? Spirit of joy, which is of the Lord, which is a fruit of the Spirit, the Bible says, even though you're not too happy today. Well, uh, as you're talking, the Lord just uh, gave me a picture, and uh, it's very simple. Uh, Happiness is skin deep. Oh, that's interesting. But the joy of the Lord goes right down to the bone. Yeah, it goes into your spirit. Uh, You mentioned it. Happiness is temporary, but joy 
is forever. Um, the joy of the Lord is something that came into my life at a very difficult time in my life. I was panicking. I was running around like a chicken with my head cut off. I had no idea what I was doing. I, I was I was hurt. I was I was uh, uh, just running around emotional, like, emotional. Okay, like a, like a crazy person. When the when the joy of the Lord came into my heart and filled me on the inside, uh, happiness is fleeting. One day you're happy, the next day you're sad. Mm-hmm. But joy stays with you. And I am, I am a joyful person. Now there are times when I am happy, and there are times when I'm sad. But even when I'm sad, I have joy, which tells me that I know beyond any doubt that God is going to see me through. The Bible says the joy. Does that, does that, does that help any? The, yes, the Bible says the joy of the Lord is your strength. Well, it also says, how can you be strong you know, without having joy, which well, is it your says strength? Be strong, but there's, be strong it doesn't in the Lord. say, it, yeah, it doesn't say be strong in the situation, be strong in the emotion of no, the day. It says be strong in the Lord and in, in the, the power Lord. of His might. There's, two, there's a lot of things to say slowly and carefully in here. Be strong in the Lord and the power of. His might. And how can you be strong unless you have his joy, which is your strength? If you look at be strong in the Lord and the power of his might, and you think about today's society, I'm going to translate that into the way I do perceive sometimes that even I look at things, but the way I see, in a sense, the world, even including some Christians, look at things. Be strong in your bank account. Now, there's nothing wrong with a strong bank account. And in the power of what the news tells you to do and in the power of who is in government. Because what happens in those is it's changeable. Sure. It's, it, it, it could change. Literally, it could change in a moment. Uh, we've seen bank fail. We've seen price of gas. We've seen interest rates. Richard and I were sitting at a gas station. <coughs> excuse me. And while we were at this gas station, do you remember how much it changed? Yes. The, uh, the, you know how they have those big signs? Yeah, like they're electronic. The, yeah, so electronic to speak. signs. While we were at the gas station, we watched it change forty cents. And what, while we're sitting there, not like in two weeks, up, we literally it watched it go up. And I cents. said, "Did that just happen? Did you see that?" And he said, "I'm watching it. It's still going up." So if we are content and emotional because we could get our gas at a super good price. By the time we had gotten in line, it changed. And he's right. I think it was something like 40 cents. So if you are showing pleasure or you're getting your feelings or your contentment over something or someone that makes you happy, tomorrow they may make you unhappy. But Richard's talking about joy and the keywords of the Lord takes me out of the equation, is your strength. It takes the entire emotion out of the equation, but it also takes the circumstance and situation out of the equation. Now, Lindsay and I are totally different in so many ways in our life. True. A to Z, night and day. I am a boisterous person. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, I talk loud. Um, I talk quickly. Where Lindsay has a tendency to be more soft and 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 uh, hesitant and quiet. Don't like being in public, uh, even though here I am doing uh, public things. I, I I thrive being in public. She doesn't thrive. He's a people person. I'm uh, more of a hermit. <laughs> but that doesn't mean 
that she doesn't have the joy of the Lord Mm -hmm. in her life. Just because I'm boisterous doesn't mean that I have the joy of the Lord in my life. Mm -hmm. It just so happens that we are so different, but we have the joy of the Lord. So if you're saying, well, if I can only have a joy of the Lord, if I'm a big boisterous person like Richard, or I can only have the joy of the Lord, if I'm a very quiet person, shy person like Lindsay, no, we both have joy and yet we're different. The emotion, I'm going to read the actual definition again. The emotion of the, of the definition of happiness is feeling right there. Feeling or showing pleasure or contentment over something or someone. Now you switch to the joy of the Lord, which is actually a fruit of the spirit, spirit which changes it completely. The fruit of the spirit is peace, love, joy, forbearance. Um, it, well, it's actually love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, and faithfulness, Galatians 5.22. And when you think about that. I have some of those. <laughs> on occasion, I do too. <laughs> But the truth of the matter is, these are attainable spiritual experiences and revelations that come through a oneness with the spirit of the living God, not with what the newspaper says, not with what the the daily mail of the, you know, you go to your post office and, and your mail tells you one thing, not the daily accounting of your bank account. Now, all those things may be important. Important, but it's the difference. Think about let's think about a five story building. If you're in a five story building, at the top of the building, there may be lots of windows and lots of light. Okay, or you may want lots of doors and lots of openings. You could stand out on the balcony. Okay, that's all different, but that's as you're building up. That's as you go upward. The foundation has to be that strong concrete, uh, immovable, unshakable kind of foundation so that no matter what you do building upward, no matter what you do in the world, no matter what you do in your job, no matter what you do in your stages of life, things change. We had three daughters. We have three daughters, but we used to have three daughters at home. And now the three daughters are grown and have their own homes. If I were to base every aspect of everything of my entire life, the first daughter to move out would have been an emotional mess. Second, third. Well, listen, by the time they all moved out. You just left with me. I was just, I was just left with Richard. Now, now, you watch out what you say about that, okay, now. We're, we're all live on this podcast, this so be careful true. what you say about your husband. Things change. People change. Situations change. But the foundation has to be in something that is unchangeable. What did Jesus say? I'm the Lord. I change not. God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. That is that foundation that despite or even in spite of or even because of circumstances can go up or down, happy or sad, kind of like the, like the price of eggs. My goodness, if you follow the price of eggs, you, literally, you could maybe get a little weird going up, down, up, down, up, down. But I'm not talking about something ever-changing. I'm talking about the stability of finding an experience of joy. How can you experience joy? What, you just like push a button and joy pops out? How do you, Richard Roberts, how did you find joy in the middle of that? I was there during that tough time. I started to laugh, Lindsay. 
He now, did. There it are, seems so weird. There are two kinds of laughter. Mm-hmm. There is a laughter because something is funny. I love Lucy. Yes. Or some television sitcom or something that you see or a joke that you hear. And the laughter, however, I'm going to say is chest deep. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a, it's a short laugh. However, when you begin to laugh and it, it gets down way down deep inside you, I believe that is the joy of the Lord that only the Holy Spirit can bring in your life. It lets you know on the inside that you, as my dad would say, that you, you know, know that, that you, you know, know that, that you, you know. know that somehow, some way, no matter what it looks like, God is going to bring you through. And that joy just carries you through all that, even when it looks like things are going, you know, bad. One thing I had to do and still do in every situation in my life is get out the word of God. If the Bible says that I can have the joy of the Lord, which is my strength. I happen to be one of those people that just flat believes it. And in the same sense, Lindsay, the more I spend time with the Lord, the more of the fruit of the Spirit that activates in my life. Mm -hmm. And when I spend no time with the Lord, very little of the fruit of the Spirit comes into my life. I think that ultimately... My dad died when I was 12 years old. My dad was a Marine. He was a strong man. He was a lovely human being. My dad had so much happiness in his life. Well, didn't they call him? They called him Happy. Yeah. His name was Harry, but they called him Happy Harry or just called him Happy. That was his nickname. You talk about a man. He died of cancer, and in less than six months, um, I think he was about, I'm going to say, well over 200 pounds. But when he died, he was, I think, around 120, 130 pounds in less than six months. That was a very rapid, painful, horrific, hard-to-watch deterioration. And just, I'll tell you a story too, just the day before he died, he got the most unique phone call from somebody that knew somebody that knew somebody, and I walked in the room, and there was my father laughing and so, so joyful and I said to him, who's that on the phone? It was your father. I didn't know you. I didn't know Oral. I didn't know. Well, you I, didn't were, know. You I was 12. 12. And your father, I'll never forget walking. There's things I don't want to remember, things I, that are so painful to remember, and I don't want to root them up. But, but I remember that room was filled with joy. My dad was dying. And yet he had the joy of the Lord. He died within hours. And, yet, and you say, well, you know, well, well, he died. Well, let me tell you, there's a whole lot more to that story about what I believe was my father's salvation and his ultimate healing, and that is I'll see him in heaven. Prior to that day, I don't know if I would have had that blessed assurance. So believe me, situations change. And yet, when I read the Bible, that the joy of the Lord could be my strength, I believed it. We are living in a day, whether it's about joy, whether it's about healing, whether it's about peace, whether it's about God supplying our need, I think we're living in a day. Personally, I believe we better believe the Bible 
as our rock of salvation. Because, Richard, I've never seen things like I've seen on television. I've never seen commercials like I've seen on television. I've never seen change like I've seen on television. I ne- things I'm seeing on television, I never thought I'd see in my lifetime. And, and some of it, I have to go to the dictionary. I mean, some of the stuff I don't understand. I don't understand technology. I'm trying. I, I work very diligently to learn technology. You know that about me. I try to keep up. I am overall clueless when it comes to technology. Things change. Something that I thought was like the absolute coolest in the whole world was that now we call it the brick cell phone. I mean, you literally had to have a, you had to have a suitcase to drag it around. It was so heavy. No, I'm kidding. But, but now you have these little flip phones and you're, my gracious sakes, your three-year-olds can operate a cell phone. What are you doing? Oh, I'm playing a game. I'm calling my mother. I'm like, oh my goodness. It took me till I was what, like a hundred to try and figure out how to even dial a cell phone. And I don't even know how old you were, but you could not figure out how to send an email. He typed it and he's great. He's a really fast typer and, and, and he had all of it done, but he could not understand the silly process of hitting a silly send button to an email address and it'd go, and there it was. And finally, one day, Chloe said, dad, stop trying to figure it out and just hit the send button. And he did. So, you know, things change so rapidly that I had to discover what in the Bible was unchanging. So I felt like I had a stable foundation, no matter what grew out of it. You said something earlier, I think that people need to to hear again. You said you're not an ostrich with your head buried Uh in the sand. You know what's going on in the world. I do. You skim the news. You don't don't. so much listen to the news. You skim the news. You know what's going on, but you don't allow it to get into your spirit. Now, that's a difference. Yes, you see television programs, but you skim television programs. And you you know certain types of programs that you don't want to get into your system. So you skim. And, and and I think it's a good thing for people to do. That's what I do too. Now I watch I watch sporting events. I, mm-hmm. I I've always been a sportsman all of my life, but but I, I don't live on it every day. I live on the Word of God because it's mm-hmm. the Word of God that will come up out of my mouth that will change. My words will change things. So that's why I get up early in the morning to pray. This morning I think it was four forty nine that I that I woke up and, and got up to pray. Uh, those things I, I focus on, and you used to say what you focus on will, will develop manifest. in it your will life. Develop. What you focus on will manifest. What you focus on will develop. Now, I got to tell you, Richard does like the 91st Psalm and several other things. Every day. Every day, early, early, early in the morning. So it sets the day. And I encourage you, just get a, a scripture like the joy of the Lord is your strength. You know, get a scripture of be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. And you don't have to memorize it. Yeah. Just say it over and over again until it becomes a part of you. Yeah. Uh, count it all joy. I love this one, James 1, 2, and 3. And I had to really study this because I thought it was, I thought I misunderstood it. I, I know the scripture isn't wrong, but I thought, okay, they translated it wrong. I'm translating it wrong. This makes no sense to me. And it says, count it all joy when you fall into different kinds of trials and tests, knowing this, that the testing of your faith, uh, you know, produces perseverance. I didn't like that. You know, I, I, I'm not the most patient person in the earth. My brain seems to work um, like rapid fire in some cases. And I like to sit down and do things 
I like to get 60 minutes out of every day. I mean, out of every You're hour. methodical about it. I'm very methodical. I, I'm not a big time waster. I'm not one to just sit and think back over the entire day. What did I do today? No, I think I've done a, nothing. You are a workaholic. I am a worker. She works hard. I do work hard. And so I like to feel like something's productive. And when I read this scripture, count it all joy, my brothers and sisters, when you face trials of many kind, because knowing the testing of your faith produces perseverance. It produces patience. And I thought, well, why? So I'm going to count it joy when I fall, joy when I fall into situations, and joy that it's producing this, this patience. What good is that? I would have rather counted joy when I had three answers in 16 minutes. And in those three answers, all three were correct. And I could move on to the next task. It doesn't say be, it doesn't say be joyful because. Yeah, it doesn't say. It says be joyful when. It says count it all joy. I looked it up. And when you really tear apart that scripture, and I tore it apart, that it actually means count it all joy when the different kinds of trials and tests come and you have proved the trustworthiness of your faith. Mm -hmm. Count it joy because trials and tests will come. It's not you count joy for the trials and tests, but when you have proven that the trustworthiness of your faith, what is the end of that scripture? Leaves you wanting nothing. Well, you're proving, Lindsay, what happened with Paul and Silas in the Bible in the book of Acts, they were beaten and jailed and put in chains. Mm-hmm. There was nothing joyful about what happened to them. Correct. Nothing happy about what happened to them. It's possible they were bleeding. It's possible that they were in pain. They had been beaten and put in jail in chains. Mm-hmm. They did not begin to praise God because they were beaten. Yeah. But after they were beaten, they praised God and sang and worshiped. And the joy of the Lord, I believe, hit them so much so that God caused an earthquake to open the prison doors and they were released. They proved the trying of their faith, the testworthiness of their faith, left them, as the rest of that scripture says, entirely complete, wanting nothing. They, 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 didn't, they, didn't, they didn't break out of jail. God, God got them out of jail. And they wound up leading the jailer and his family to the Lord. Remember... Richard knows this about him. I, I met Richard when I was in law school. He knows I am a real um, bookworm. I'm a studyaholic. I'm a readaholic. And she has a photographic memory. I did. I did. I really have. You still I, do. I, I still, the older I get, the more I think that, that that's gone and no, departed. No, no. But <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm her husband. It's not I, gone. I do have an unusual, I will say this. I, I have something that God has given me. Um, and like I say, now it's a little different, but I, I, even when I was in school, I had something that God gave me that I could memorize things really unusual. I mean, it was really very, it was a gift to me. I really believe God gave that as a gift. Now, the interesting thing about it is I could have used it against mm-hmm. or for. And, and the one thing I liked was when they would try my grade and I had to prove I was complete enough to go to the next grade, eighth grade to ninth grade, ninth grade to 10th grade, 10th grade, maybe skip a few grades or whatever. But you had to prove a test to get into college. You had to prove a test to get into law school. And and without the proving of the test, you could not go to a higher level. I was that kid that loved the test 
because when I succeeded, I got to go to the higher level and I felt very good that I had accomplished the next level. I believe when we go through trials and tests, I'm not saying that God gives us tests to beat the tar out of us. I believe that when we go through testing, I'm not saying God sends it, but I'm saying when we go through it, we are proving not only to God, not only to the devil, but to ourselves that God has given to every person the measure of faith, that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And we can show the proof and the trustworthiness of our faith that will leave us entirely complete, wanting nothing. And if you think James 1, 2, and 3 is the weirdest scripture in the Bible, count it joy when you fall. I want you to go get every concordance you can. Google it. I don't care how you want to do it. But understand the way I read this was when you get in situations, you have a Bible right to prove to the devil, devil, take your hands off me. You will not prevail. I'm a child of God. And I have a Bible right to be the head and not the tail, above and not beneath. And I have proven over and again, according to the word of God, God is faithful. And that makes me feel good. And that's why through the spiritual aspect of the Bible, I have that joy. Well, because that joy is your strength. It really is. And it comes from within. As I said earlier, happiness is skin deep. Joy goes right down to the bone. It goes down to the spirit. <laughs> I'm so glad you were able to join us today on this on this co co podcast. You're extremely unconvinced. A miracle uh, with Richard Roberts and extremely <laughs> entirely uh, un- entirely un- extremely works too. Unconventional. Which <laughs> we is thought about podcast. that because <laughs> this is going to be on both of our podcasts, and I'm I'm glad to be with you. This it's Thank fun you. doing it together. It's fun doing it together. It's a miracle that it really is a miracle that either one of us got a word in it. And, and sometimes, but sometimes, Lindsay, I must admit to you, I wish you didn't remember everything that I said 43 years Too ago. Too bad. So sad. <laughs> <laughs> Too late. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Locked in there. Well, no, let's I'm pray. Kidding. Let's pray, Lindsay. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you that you have given us the fruit of the spirit, not of our situation, not of our own strength, not even of what we've been through or what we're going through, but you've given us joy and peace. And you've given us a a, a spirit of love, a a really godly spirit of kindness, goodness, faithfulness. Thank you, Father God, that that is already embedded in the fiber of our spirit. And we have a Bible right to call on peace, to call on joy, to call on the love of God, to call on God's faithfulness, his goodness, his kindness. And I thank you, Lord, that as we receive from you, then we can turn around and pour that out of us. I pray for the joy of the Lord to be our strength, no matter what we're going through. And I also pray what we're going through. I tell you, devil, take your hands off of God's property. Take your hands off of godly situations. You will not interfere. You will not jump in the middle of what God has for us. Let God arise and enemies scatter. And in the name of Jesus, I pray for healing and wholeness and love, peace, and joy, according to the word of God in Jesus' name. And I add my prayers to Lindsay's prayers. I thank God for the joy of the Lord, which is our strength. Now, let's make this personal. The joy of the Lord is your strength, is your strength. When you open your heart and say, Lord, I receive your joy into my life. And I pray over you today, no matter what you're facing, 
You may be facing something physically. You may be facing something financially, something emotionally, or in some other area, maybe in the workplace or something along that line. Whatever it is, I pray right now that you would receive a fresh touch of the joy of the Lord, which, which lets you know you're going to make it through. You're going to make it through. You're going to make it through. And I add my healing prayers to Lindsay's, praying for you to be healed in every area of your life. And I agree with her. Satan, take your hands off of God's property. You loose every man, every woman listening to this these podcasts today in the authority of Jesus' name. I pray and I believe and I expect a miracle. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for joining joining us today. I'm Richard Roberts from the Expect a Miracle podcast and I'm Lindsay Roberts from Entirely Unconventional and I pray you will carry these words that I love to say to people because I believe them with all of my heart. You're worth more than you think. Bye-bye. I'll add one word from my dad. Something good is going to happen to you. Bye-bye for now. Bye-bye. Check out Lindsay's latest online magazines at richardroberts.org. The issues of Make Your Day Count with Lindsay Roberts are loaded with encouragement from God's life-giving word. They feature inspiring articles from Lindsay, teachings from Richard, oral and other special guests, and delicious recipes to try in your kitchen. Just go to richardroberts.org to read the free online issues of Make Your Day Count with Lindsay Roberts. That's richardroberts.org.